right, I got some All brand, right. I got some brand new stuff, boy. All right. Who's Jet ready found to a kick spear? It? What? <laughs> Why did Jet you found a spear? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everyone to level 47 of the Sandbox Gamers After Dark podcast. S bad for short for the cool kids. We're a podcast where three vidgets meet weekly to talk about life, love, and the pursuit of Vidya. Thank you so much for joining us. I am your co-host with the most Wonder Rob coming at you live. Well, semi-live, that is, from Southern California. And on the line with me are two of my best Arizona friends in the metaverse. The Keenan Thompson of our podcast, Factor. How you doing, Andy? (laughs) (laughs) I have something to say about this, actually. And our very own Andy Samberg. Jeffrey Whitehouse, the always angry Jeffrey Whitehouse, the second. I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> and I'm Reaper. <laughs> My shelf is the bomb, and that's a fact, but these N words keep on tripping. <laughs> <laughs> Look, then the dumpster and saw what wig and thought, hey, brother, I'm going to take this. <laughs> this song what? came in on my shuffle today. What? Yeah, when no. I was driving my son to school this no. morning. No, oh, it came man. on and I was like, yes. <clears throat> Listen to the whole thing and sang the whole thing. Of course, my son didn't notice his uh I gave him his pad to don't pay attention to what dad's saying. <laughs> He's in the oh, phase where he will repeat things. <laughs> and I didn't want him to repeat it, so I handed him his little pad. Uh Jeff, this was a SNL digital short where Andy Samberg, you know how the Lonely Island would have uh, collaborations. Yeah, well, I'm this aware time... of this. I'm aware of this. <laughs> it was Reba, Jeff. I'm Reba. All I saw on the, the, the Google Doc, it said N-word, and I was like, well, have fun whoever saying this one. Because <laughs> I'm not saying shit. Yeah. Well, my pussy is the bomb, and that's a fact. <laughs> but these N-words keep on tripping. Yeah. Fell out my mom's butt. Whatever that one is. <laughs> Everybody, look up uh, When Worlds Collide or Two Worlds Collide by The Lonely Island. I forget what it's called, but it is a classic. I remember watching that when it first aired, and I was dying laughing. I I remember Rob telling me, you got to see this. And I was like, oh, no, because... I had a Keenan aversion back then, as a matter of fact. That's true. Oh, yeah. Shoff, or not Shoff, <laughs> Vactor. Well, hey, there's our uh, obligatory Shoff mention yeah. Uh, yeah. this episode. Uh, Vactor would always tell me that Keenan was the worst and Sandberg was the worst. Oh, wow. Like he, learned his, he learned his ways. <laughs> there was a, a, a sketch where Keenan and Andy were both in it. They were like talk show hosts and... It was like an anime-themed talk show or something like that. And Andy Samberg had the big, long, spiky hairs. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you remember that? Yeah. And that was around when he first started. Yeah. And uh, Factor was not having it. <laughs> Back in our Hollywood video time, days. Because they had... This This got to be the greatest cast in the history of SNL. They had Bill Hader. They had Jason Sudeikis. They had Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, Maya Rudolph. Um, that guy from... The the last man on earth show. Will Forte. Will Forte. Yeah. That was like the greatest cast of all time. And then you got Samberg and Keenan. <laughs> but now That's it's like so Samberg crazy. and Keenan. Yeah. Now now they're 
now they're veterans. But back then, they had to earn their keep. They was rookies. Well, Ke- Keenan w- went to be on for 15 to 20 years, right? Well, nobody. The hell. He's still yeah. on. Well, yeah, he's got the record as the longest <laughs> cast member. Crazy. And Kel is eating day-old donuts <laughs> behind the dumpster. Hey, he was on recently. Uh, what was it? The Kiki Palmer episode. He was on. Yeah. First of well, all, who? who's that the uh you know the keenan thing for me was uh i remember they had who was it vector you'll remember this specifically at rob i'm sure you will you will too but it was i know Chappelle was hosting and then uh i think rock came out uh eddie came out right like they're all on stage Mm -hmm. tracy morgan that's right and then they put keenan up there and you're like well you know one of these is not like <laughs> hey, the other. Fat Albert. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I think you know clearly. Rock, uh, Chappelle, and uh, Eddie were <laughs> like it's a step above the rest. And you saw the other guys. You're like, well, you know, you like Keenan, but he's just been on SNL for 25 years. This is gonna sound. This can be a controversial take. I would put Keenan mm-hmm. above Chris Rock. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, as SNL. Yeah. You're oh, as about... SNL. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Also, Chris in Rock general, have... as a person, <laughs> Chris Rock didn't have <laughs> so a not as a comedian. Okay, yeah. SNL. As long as we're <laughs> as long as we're not talking about a comedian, because uh, and I like all of those people, but uh, yeah, you know, Keenan just is just weird how he's like he seemingly stuck there. I feel like, and I figure like most people. Oh, okay. I've got a family now. I don't want to be up at two a.m. on Saturday night. Like I've right. I've got other things to do. Keenan's like, nope, I got a family, I got a wife, and I'm still on SNL. Well, he's the breadwinner, obviously. <laughs> he's like, well, I would assume anyway. So let, uh, him, let him be on SNL. And that show didn't work out for him. That Ke- it, th- Michael Red stole his wife, stole his ex-wife. Oh, and that, that ha- is that why that show got canceled? <laughs> I don't know, but he's and Michael Red's not on SNL anymore, so something happened. Ooh, that's right. Ooh, Keenan got him fired. Ooh. That just goes to show you, Jeff, never steal Keenan Thompson's wife. I knew you were thinking about it. Ooh. <laughs> Take down the poster. What can Jeff. you do? <laughs> Not cool. <laughs> I don't want you to get canceled, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this is Sandbox Gamers <laughs> After Dark. Ah, this is an listening. SNL podcast. Well, that's the After Dark part, Shaf. <laughs> Yeah, called you shot. <laughs> I take that as a compliment. Oh man, that's twice. That's two obligatory Shaf mentions in this episode. It's because Shaf's picture is on my computer monitor right now in the in the Discord chat, uh, holding his baby. So I looked right <laughs> at it. Anyway, uh, so if you're a first time listener and you don't know who Shaf is, well, stick around <laughs> till the very very end. We'll tell you all oh. about him at the end of the podcast. Uh, You're going to know Shaf. Yeah, and hopefully you didn't turn this podcast oh, off. Oh, snatch. What? Snatch. <laughs> <laughs> Shaf's trying to be funny. <laughs> okay. New listeners, I'm talking to you. We are, in fact, a video game podcast. Don't let the SNL talk fool you. We're a Sandbox Gamers After Dark. Well, we're talking all the latest video game news. We're talking about the games we've been playing this week. Anything video game related, like we're going to be talking about The Last of Us Episode 4. 
and anything in between, but we are after dark, so there might be some tangents in the show. But that doesn't matter because you've already hit subscribe. You've already give us a, given us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That gives you the, the option to leave us a review. So thank you. And for our 10 returning listeners, hey, we appreciate you. Thanks so much. You are the rock that holds this show up. You are the atlas that holds up the world. That is Sandbox Gamers After Dark. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We got a lot of news to talk about, a lot of games to talk about, so let's get right into it because Jeff W is always DTF. That stands for Down to Talk Fun. Am I right, Factor? Oh, yeah. Give it to him. Give it to him hard. Today was a surprise Nintendo Direct. We always like to talk about Nintendo Directs on this podcast. We used to call ourselves the Nintendo Direct Cast, but we changed it to the Sandbox Gamers. (laughs) Now, Jeff and I were out and about, so we didn't get to see this. But I heard Little Birdie told me that Wonder Rob watched this live and in living color. As a matter of fact, I did. My job is not very important, so I can take some time to watch this as it happened to you guys so let me i'll just go down the list since I, I got all the knowledge up in the old dome up here so let me talk to you but first i'm gonna say i found this exceptionally boring <laughs> uh there was not much that kept me Ooh. interested but one little thing that popped up was they announced they are releasing a remaster of metroid prime which is out today. Metroid Pride from the GameCube mm. factor. It's up on the eShop right now, and they there will be a physical release later in the month. My switch I, is out. My switch is not near me. Well, better get that switch, buddy. <laughs> and I'm not talking about a stick to hit your child. You gotta Jeez. get it. <laughs> That's right. Get the get Jeez. the old switch. Um did either of you play metroid prime back in the day i know jeff you might have been uh gosh like 11 but vactor did you play this oh yeah that was a huge game for me as as a matter of fact this was i played this one more than nes or or snes this was my metroid was metroid prime i was a Mm -hmm. huge fan of this game did you get into the whole series um, I thought I did, and then I realized, nope, it was just Metroid Prime. This one, the very first one on the GameCube, that was it. Yeah, I played this one on the old GameCube. Um, I don't think I ever finished it, but I did yeah. play it, and I feel like the controls were what was really holding me back because this was around the time of Halo and things like that if you can if you can get in the time machine and go way back then so it was dual stick mm-hmm. controlling was like really where it was and that's not exactly how it controlled on the GameCube if i remember correctly um which i was actually pleased to hear they said that the controls have been updated for the switch and it will be dual stick controls but there are options for you to go back and set the controls to classic mode if you so choose. Um, but this is one of these games that's been rumored for a while. Not just Metroid Prime Remaster, but remastering all of these Metroid Prime games. Mm. And so I was, uh, I was actually a little bit surprised to see it because Nintendo never, ever puts out things people want. Very, very rarely. 
And so... <laughs> Uh, was, I thought there was gonna be another part to that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's coming soon. Uh, physical media, anyways. The digital release is already out. So good for you. And then uh, you'll probably, gosh, it'll probably be years and years before Metro Prime Four comes out. So yeah, have fun they, they still have not. They sh- they teased it how long ago? It's been like a decade now. I feel like. Well, they almost. scrapped it altogether, Jeff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because they said it was bad, and they're like, "We're actually going to restart this." That's so crazy. <laughs> because yeah. we do not like how this game's turning out. <laughs> so, so who knows? But kudos to them for actually coming out and saying, "Hey, we had to start over." Yeah, uh, because we were making a bad game. So mm-hmm. more power True. to them. Uh, Advanced Wars One and Two remake is finally coming out. Um, this was announced a while ago, and then they shelved it. I think mainly because of um, the war between Russia and Ukraine. Uh. And it's just been sitting on a shelf for quite a while. But now it's ready for you, Jeff. April 21st, if you're into that, uh, you know, tactical 420, baby. Yeah, yeah, I'm into that. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> Sandbox Gamers After Dark. Uh, um, another game that's coming out that I know Jeff is just going to be on the hype train for. Probably won't stop talking about it. Is Samba de Amico Party Central. <laughs> Uh, the long-awaited no. uh, sequel to the classic 1999 Dreamcast rhythm game. Hmm. So there you go. There you go, Jeff. Those are the Kirby's, big announcements. <laughs> uh, Kirby's Return to Dreamland. Got a yeah. trailer. I, uh, I like, I'll take a Kirby trailer. I'll take that. That's a win for Nintendo. I this think. was a remake, I think. Right? I think so. Ah, uh, that might be. Return to Dreamland. Delu- the, the word deluxe makes me think it's a remake. <clears throat> but I, I never really played... The Kirby games, yeah. Well, I'll be, I'll be to be fair, yes, I think all it is of a remake of a 2011 Wii game. Yeah, all of Nintendo's title, like I can't remember half the titles to most of the games that I play uh, for them. I'm just like, oh, this is the uh, this is the Kirby game that I played on the Switch. Is how I would describe. You know, that's the uh, the Zelda game I played on the GameCube. You know, is how I end up describing right. half of Nintendo's titles. I feel like. Well, a lot of what they were showing in this was re-releases or remakes. Mm. But every once in a while, they'll give you something that nobody asked for, like a like a Bayonetta Origins game, <laughs> uh, featuring Cereza's life as a young girl. This is Bayonetta as Muppet Babies. This is the Muppet Show. That's what this article says on Kotaku. <laughs> um, I have never played Bayonetta, but I I am familiar with the games. I've seen gameplay videos, and this looks nothing like it. This is like a 2D uh, or 2.5D overhead uh, adventure game. It's the best way I could describe it. Um, but it still has a girl in a short skirt, Jeff. So it might be right up your alley. Mm. Sounds like Bayonetta. Yeah. Master Detective Archives, Rain Code, whatever that is, uh, is coming out. That's a detective mystery. Uh, Disney's Illusioned Island, starring Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy. Reminds me a lot of those uh, those side-scrolling platformer Disney games on the NES, mm-hmm. but obviously updated. I like the art style. This this might be a controversial take. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I, these updated looks for these Mickey Mouse shorts, I don't hate what they look like. Uh, but this isn't exactly the same. But it's like a it's somewhere between the updated Mickey Mouse look for those shorts and the traditional looks. Um, now I probably won't be playing this because this the way one. they were advertising it was you can do things like lower a rope. 
or climb a rope. Well, don't don't get too exciting. Or, you know? <laughs> or jump far. Or <laughs> jump not as far. Would there be a double jump in there, perhaps? I wouldn't be surprised, Jeff. <laughs> I don't want to get too exotic. Let's see. They opened up the show with one of Vactor's most hyped games. Pikmin 4. <laughs> yes. Factor is all hyped on Pikmin. Of course, I'm being facetious. Have you ever, have either of you played Pikmin? I'm sure we've talked about this before. Have you guys played Pikmin? Yes. Uh, I have not played much Pikmin, although I would maybe look at this one, but the problem is there's too many other games, so Pikmin can fuck off this year. Oh, what are you going to be playing in July, Jeff? Diablo. No, you'll still be playing Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. It's true. That's the right answer. Uh, but Pikmin 4 is out. I tried, I never played Pikmin. I might have told this story on the pod before, but a while back, there was a Pikmin re-release on the Switch, and they put they put a demo out on the eShop, and boy, oh boy, was that game bad looking and boring. I was not having fun in the slightest and this looks just like more of the same although now there's a dog pikmin jiff <laughs> uh jeff i mean jiff <laughs> that better not turn into a sound bite oh factor. man you know uh pikmin i always jeff think of like spear <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember the context of that I don't remember what I was talking about. And, but. and while you said it so sexily, I didn't understand well, I like, say why that clip though. comes out like that. Uh, every time I think of Pikmin, I always think of, oh, man, that Katamari game was sweet. Oh, wait, that's not this game. Like, my bad. I, always, <laughs> I don't know why. It makes no sense. But uh, it's, it's, every time I think of this game, that happens to me. Coincidentally, Jeff, there is going to be a Katamari remake or a mm-hmm. remaster or whatever out on the Switch. Also, if you've got a... If you've got the urge to roll things around, yeah, uh, Xenoblade yeah. Chronicles Three is getting an expansion pass. Fashion Dreamer. <laughs> hold, on a, hold on a second. You, I, I would say to be fair, you said this direct was boring, and we've heard all the worst shit so far. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was right. Is what you're, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing for us, the, the forty year old gamers and Jeff. Uh, uh. Fashion Dreamer, uh, which is it says suggest new outfits for them to grow as an influencer. So it's dress dress an influencer, the game. Uh Tron Identity, Ghost Trick, Phantom Detective, got out Dead Cells, Return to Castlevania DLC, Deca Police, Splatoon 3 DLC, Fire Emblem DLC, uh Harmony, the fall of uh, whatever, Octopath Traveler two, Jeff Ooh. might be a might be a Jeff game. That's a fair. It's a fair. Maybe like might play that. Uh, a game called Sea of Stars, uh, and all these games look exactly the same. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> <laughs> they look like they're all the same game because it's all. Listen, I'm, what I'm about to say might might lose our one new listener that we got this year. But these are all weeb games. Huh. <laughs> Every single one of them looks exactly the same, Jeff. Omega a lot of strikers. Black spiky hair going on here in these trailers. Um, they put out a new trailer, Jeff, for Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Um, what were your thoughts, Rob, before I well, say Well, it looks exactly the same. 
<laughs> the mm-hmm. the issue with these trailers is it's not really giving you much of anything in terms of what the story is going to be. But the last Legend of Zelda game was minimum on the story anyway. So yeah. I don't know what I was really expecting. But you did you do see that the the red moon, like the blood moon uh, feature is back. It looks like um, got some new enemy types, like little like devil demon moblins mm-hmm. running around. Um, you get to see some shots of the 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 new sky villages you get to see link you know jump in and having a good time looks like there's a mechanic where he's surfing like sky surfing but yeah. outside of that it's hold on so, okay, let's get rob hype this up a little bit <laughs> link in a fucking car 2023 <laughs> fuck everybody else i'm playing zelda all day link in a car flying on a helicopter fuck you oh I'm there playing is this he is game. in a car <laughs> you take a link in a car 2023 remember <laughs> we are playing Alamo. this game <laughs> make a make a sound bite Alamo. of that a link in a car 2023 uh, fuck what you heard Link in a car. Link flying. I don't know why I missed this, every other this game. little bit of him in the car. I'm scrolling <laughs> through the, the trailer right now, and I just did not see that the first time. It's uh, one minute, 41 seconds, if anyone's interested. Hey, he was in yeah, Mario he's in like a tractor. <laughs> what is this? I would be so disappointed if, that, if that's not a fast car. If I am not quick in that the mobile vehicle, I'm going to be so pissed off. <laughs> Listen, I want this game to be really good. A lot of people do because my my worry about it, my only apprehension is when the when the last one came out, Breath of the Wild, there had been nothing like it in terms of a Zelda game. Mm. Think think back, Jeff and Vector, to when you first saw the Avengers. There was nothing yes. like it, and then Avengers: Age of Ultron came out, and it was not as good because it could not beat the fact that the last movie there was nothing like it. And now you got a little bit more. Not that it was bad, but it's just not, it's not going to beat that feeling. And that's sort of what I worry about with mm-hmm. this game. But I really want it to be good. That it's, it's too iterative, maybe, is your fear? But I think they've had enough time to really do something different because it's the same world. Mm-hmm. And they delayed it when Elden Ring came out. So I, th- I hope Elden Ring like lit a fire under these developers and we're like, we've got to do something. Yeah. To make well, this I'm game hoping. Good. I'm hoping whatever, I mean, this maybe sounds a little, I'm sure there's other better comparisons, but th- that map is going to definitely need uh, a Fortnite event thing happen to it. <laughs> you know, like you need to, you need to blow up half that map, right? Like, I don't want to, don't far cry me and like have me come in and it's like the same map, but primal times or whatever, you know, whatever that was like ancient, like saber tooth tiger hunting times, like, well, uh, they it worked need to in do Miles something. Morales. That's true. Right? I think you're locked in on on that in a way, because that's like a city that's like New York, and like I don't know if they could do much. But I all think they you could, could do is open up, up. burrows like, yeah. on the other side of the island, which they might. That's do true. In the next that's one. true. That would actually be that would actually be a good idea. I think uh, for that game, they did that um, in the Ultimate Spider-Man game. Do you remember that vector? They had oh, yeah. the islands outside of the main Manhattan open and you could cross you could go over the river and swing around in like the low the low two-story houses and stuff oh yeah <laughs> i hope they do that again <laughs> yeah um, we run around the neighborhood as a spider-man yeah 
Nintendo cool. Switch Online is getting Game Boy games, uh, you guys. So I guess that um, uh, that <laughs> I don't even remember what it's called. The re- mm-hmm. what was that Game Boy thing I pre-ordered? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, dang it! The, uh, oh my analog, analog, yeah, the something. analog pocket. I guess I don't pocket. need that. Yes, yeah. Wait, did you just play a soundbite factor? <laughs> Whoa. Get out of here, you filthy casual. <laughs> All these new sound bites. Uh, yeah, that clip the, is weird. The... It goes, ugh, first. I don't, I, don't like that one. I don't like that one. Yeah, the analog pocket. Oh, boy. I'll still those use it as a... Uh, I, I, I don't know when I'm getting it. It said Q1 2023. Uh, so there's... One month they're, left. They're counting on you forgetting that you pre-ordered it. They take. They took your money, Rob. I got a stack of Game Boy games right there that I've been dying to play. Uh, but two or three of them are actually going to be on this service. So I'm. It d- mm-hmm. just depends on if I'm going to play them here or on the Analog Pocket. But the Analog Pocket, you can still emulate like Game Gear and uh, you know Neo Geo Pocket and things like that. So it'll still be useful. But boy, oh boy. Was I kicking myself when I when I got this notification? Um, <laughs> Fantasy Life, I, A Girl Steals Time, Professor Layton, and The New World of Steam, Mario Kart 8, Booster Deluxe, uh, Course Pass, Wave 4 is coming out, uh, Yoshi's Island. is they're, they're putting out a brand new course. Well, just make another game. <laughs> <laughs> They've only made that one Mario Kart, and they've They've been riding it for years. They've really it's Mario been Kart riding Infinite. it. Like, it, like it's not going to, like another one's not going to sell. You guys it, need to make a new game. And what they're doing yeah. now really should have been what they're doing for a new Mario Kart, where they're just like, we're putting everything in it. Just like uh, Jeff said, the yeah. ultimate. They, but they, least, they've done the Smash Brothers to that, where it's right. it's like, now, now it's just, you have everything there, which is great. The problem is, is they don't put, sh- like, this game, this isn't going to carry over to whatever the next Nintendo console is, right? Like, so you're going to have this like ultimate version of a Mario game and a Smash Brothers game, but it's going to be these assholes are going to lock it to this to this console. I already know, you know. So that's what makes me like if these came out on PC, like you forever have like Smash Brothers with all the characters up to 2023 or whatever. But like, it's irrelevant when you put out this new console and you're going to take this game away from everybody. Yikes. In my eyes. Uh, but we're finally getting some representation. Birdo is coming in. <laughs> Get some trans representation. <laughs> the Wokies will love it. It's about time. Uh, Birdo's coming in there. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Bait and Kados 1 and 2 HD remaster. And that's about it. So really for me, the only thing that piqued my interest, something that I might play outside of Zelda is maybe the Metroid Prime remake. I might hop back onto that, and I might dive into the Game Boy Online stuff. I have not been playing any of these Mario Kart 8 booster courses. Um, uh, and I love I Mario Kart. About about the Game haven't. Boy thing, uh, that is like... 
it's very cool. Like I think they should be doing this, and um, you know, I think I think whereas like you know the uh, the thing I just said about the games on the Switch, I think these games. But hopefully, you know, Nintendo Online carries over because this is all emulated and all that stuff. So I'm hoping all of this stuff will just continue on uh, with your subscription to whatever the next Nintendo stuff is. But they have <clears throat> like like when Xbox announced backwards compatibility, I felt like there was a lot of games. Like I felt like there was a lot of things and possibilities in that list. Now, did I go back and play many things? Not really, but like there just was a lot, right? Like I felt like, oh yeah, hey, like a big bunch of your library, if you own it digitally on the 360 is is now available here. And I mean, I remember launching my Xbox when it when it happened. And at least in my library, there was like, a crap ton of, you know, the little tiles for the games. There was a bunch yeah. of, you know, 360 ones. And because um, I was buying a lot of stuff digitally on that console at a certain point anyway. And then with this and everything else Nintendo does, this feels like they give you like the tiniest rollout. Like there's like six games and it's like there's like a million Game Boy games on that and the Advance, which is buried behind that expansion pass for, uh, uh, Switch Online, which is basically just their their Xbox Live equivalent, right, or whatever, you know, their big boy uh, online pass. And it's like, if if you can't emulate Game Boy, every Game Boy <laughs> game ever has been emulated to death, and they all work. The fact that you have, and I know it's a licensing thing, so I know that you can't, you know, just go wild like the emulator scene, but you should have all of your games. All the Nintendo games should just be on here because the work is going to be that easy. Like, and again, I'm not, I'm, or I'm not a developer. I should say, I don't, you know, I'm not saying that the whole job is easy, but like that work is done. Like emulate, they have found emulator code from other emulators in Nintendo's code. So we know Nintendo is borrowing from open source stuff on the internet. Like they are not going in there and doing these games like each individually game by game like you can afford to put all of your titles in there so you should come in here with like every big major like nintendo developed game boy game or, or you know like i don't need this like here's six games and one of them's gargoyles fuck gargoyles like Whoa. put something else in there put like various yoshi Fuck games give me some more mario <laughs> make the pokemon deal like what are you doing put red and blue and yellow like what like the fact that you went through this effort to do that and you did not somehow obtain that license like that is insane to me like i just like you can't just announce it and then not put shit out on it like it, this is like to me is like a weak announcement i mean there's a couple good things on here i'm not saying everything's trash but it's just there's just so little like if you wanted to go in there and just run through a few of the games and just check them out like you have fucking six games you know and then even like the ones they show coming up like to me aren't that like you know aren't that great you know and then i don't know i mean it's, it feels like i'm beating a dead horse at a certain point but like the fact that this is just now coming is like insane to me like this should have been uh last year or two years ago this should have been like a covid project i feel like <laughs> Uh, so Zelda the Minish Cap, oh. Mario and Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. 
Uh, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, Mario Kart Super Circuit, Kuru Kuru Kurin, uh, WarioWare Inc. What's funny to me is they're saying, and Super Mario Advance 4, Super Mario Brothers 3. Like, we forgot that Super Mario Brothers 3 is available on the NES bundle, and Super Mario All-Stars is available on the SNES bundle. This is the Ooh. third time they're putting Super Mario Brothers 3 on this. Like, but you can play it on any on any one of these. You can play it three times, baby. Yeah. No, but this is the Game Boy one. Like, it's Great. different. It's different. Yeah. It looks exactly the same as the Super Nintendo one, <laughs> which is just mildly better than the oh, Nintendo one. Man. So pick, choose your poison. Although the resolution's smaller, but yeah, <laughs> take take your choice. So there you have it, folks. That was everything for the Nintendo Direct. A li- another piece of news that was really interesting. Or not interesting, I guess you could just call it of note, uh, is that Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is going to be Nintendo's first $70 game. Oh. Mm. Uh, it was being pre-ordered at $59.99, but all the retailers have since canceled that because it's going to be $69.99. That doesn't particularly bother me because I've just sort of... uh, I'm made of money, so I don't even think... Uh, I wipe my butt with $100 bills. In fact, that's where I get my money, too. Yeah. Is Rob's butt with yeah, $100 bills. Always, Jeff's always <laughs> <laughs> bobbing for dollars. Uh. <laughs> <In> my toilet. <laughs> now, uh, in all seriousness, I've just sort of made peace with the fact that brand new games are $70. And so I'm surprised it wasn't already $70. But uh yeah so there you go save your pennies um a comment on that uh i just imagine imagine you're like somebody in the future and you you look back on the past you get a time machine you look at the the oled nintendo you go you know i'm gonna get the nice switch okay cool we got the nice switch that's a little more you know expensive it's like the full retail cost of the uh original one when that came out okay cool i got a nice nintendo oh hey look the game a big zelda game okay cool it's 70 dollars. oh that's it used to be 60 man that's crazy okay so it's 70 dollars and 10 more dollars okay cool oh yeah so this game surely has to run great right this game definitely is going to run at (laughs) minimum 30 frames per second no no doubt right It, it, it better run what the fuck if I'm paying more for games, I need a Nintendo console that runs my games at higher than 24 frames per second, or I need them at 60. I need these games to be to be way better. Like this is you can't charge me PlayStation prices here and then just keep making like games that are barely chugging along on your console. Like how Nintendo has been able to escape like Xbox took the fall like for all of that like saying that the the console's underpowered and they were getting literally like just statistically like shit on every single game of the you know Xbox 1 and PS4 uh generation of like this is 900p everybody this is getting scaled up this is how many frames here now look it dips in this one part of the game that means Xbox is trash meanwhile like these Nintendo releases are shitty sometimes. And like, I mean, you could just look at that latest Pokemon game. I mean, that thing runs like ass and you're out here charging me more for games. Like give me a better console. Uh, basically I, I'm, I love and hate Nintendo right now. Uh, 
for everything. <laughs> this has Sorry. been Jeff and W. Rant. Soapbox. Always angry with Jeff W. <laughs> Mommy milkers. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> wow, shop shopper. <laughs> Really went ham today. Vagner <laughs> <laughs> hasn't talked much, but he is playing these clips like <laughs> double D's. <laughs> okay, just hit us with another one. What else? What else you got? Come on. What else? Oh, snatch. We heard that one already. <laughs> All right. Okay. Back here. I took... <laughs> Jeff's right. I've been stealing your thunder over here. I'll let you take the next and last news story before we move on. A new study found that video game playing causes no harm to young children's cognitive abilities. <laughs> Did you show this to your wives? Is that why this See, is in here? <laughs> See? <laughs> I told you, babe. <laughs> okay. Associate <laughs> Professor of Curriculum and Instruction at the University of Houston College of Education, Ji Zhang, said that our studies turned up no such links, regardless of how long the children played and what types of games they chose. So this is all about that age-old thing about, oh, you're, you know, if you played too many video games, you're... You grow hair on your palms, Jeff. All these bad yeah. things will happen to you. But we have found. It's a lie, Jeff. This no is a scientist. <laughs> a science guy told us that video game habits of 160 diverse urban public school preteen students, 70% from lower income households, Jeff, which represents an age group less studied in previous research. <laughs> Jesus. So this is a good report, Jeff. We've got some good cognitive ability coming from yeah, so young shut children. It, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from the poor community. Delightful Jeff. news. <laughs> for the kids of the world, we can all play video games. Jeff's not poor. He bobs for dollars in my toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I filter them out when they uh, when they go out. Yeah. Um, (laughs) No, I just imagine when I saw this headline, you you guys showing your wives, be like, "Look, this article from VideoGames24-7.com say video games are perfectly fine for the kid. Yeah. So we're gonna play them. But yeah, um, yeah, I think actually, like, I don't. You know, you know, be the more interesting. I think video games probably help you as like a young child, right? Like um, problem solving and, and doing all that stuff. Uh, I think the a curious study would be like into your teens and like social, you know, anxiety would be like, like what's the other, co- you know, flip side of this coin, right? I think, I think it can benefit you as a young kid, or I think people try to keep them away when they're young and then they don't care when they grow up a little bit. Whereas it almost should be the like, hey, let the kid play when they're young, and then maybe sometimes you should regulate this uh, in their teens just to, you know. We don't want many more, uh, you know, uh, Finkels in the world. Our buddy Fink, you know, out here socially awkward. <laughs> oh, take that Fink, whoever you are. <laughs> That'll teach him. All right. That does it for this week's strategy guide section. We're going to move on to our Let's Play section. What you guys been playing this week? I see somebody's been playing Dome Keeper. Yeah, I've been playing Dome Keeper, Vector. 
Me and Vector share a Steam Deck. No big deal. Not bragging. You know, we both share <laughs> Steam just, Deck. We were talking about how rich we are, and we yeah. share a Steam Deck. And we split everything we buy. Um, <laughs> no, uh, so I, uh, I've been waiting because I've been, because uh, I looked at it on PC, right? Like, I you know, obviously, I, I think I share it with your library, Vector. Um, so, but it seemed like a, a controller game to me more so and uh i was like hey the steam deck will be where to play where i should play this um so i played a couple hours of that and uh yeah that game is good um it is it triggers a level of anxiety in me uh like <laughs> that I, I don't get a lot from games now that that mad like rush to the top of the of the dome uh you know area to get to the uh to the aliens trying to blow up your your little dome um so that's been uh kind of a kind of an annoying part of that game a little bit to me where i'm just like i feel like i'm making so much progress and then i gotta scurry back you know uh to the to the top but um yeah and i ran into a thing where i think my first couple of runs like you know i didn't see this for some reason so i don't know if it was maybe locked behind something or you have to do it a certain amount of times but what kind of changed the game for me was was going back uh, to do another run and it actually giving me like, hey, you you like here's a device that you unlocked. Which one do you want for this next run? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I get to keep something. And that didn't happen to me on my first couple of them. And I was like, and even though I had, un- I had unlocked them, I unlocked like, you know, the little uh, conveyor belt that takes stuff up, which is really nice. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think what else, like just like a stronger like like. Uh, it's like a laser gun added to the top of your dome where it like stuns a stun gun, I think is might be what it's, it's labeled in there. Um, which is huge for, to, to fight off some of those enemies to get, hold them back, you know? Um, so I felt like, you know, that game was, uh, like kind of, kind of fucking with me the first handful of runs I did. Um, uh, but as of late, I think I'm paused on a run right now. That's pretty deep. Um, my only question is, in fact, I don't know how much, how deep you got into it, because uh, to no unlock pun the intended, oh, yeah, hey. missed it, Jeff. No, no, how much you've dug into this game. Um, oh. The, I don't know, like, because it tells me I have to complete things, and I don't know, like, when does it complete this map? Do I have to take out every square under the dome? Um. I'm, I'm not never sure. Maybe I just have not hit that yet, and I've been like, you know, fucking around underground too much. Um, so I don't know how I unlock harder difficulties and some of that stuff when it's telling me to complete. It says, you know, complete this at easy difficulty, and you'll unlock normal. And I'm like, okay, but what do I do to complete? Because it's it's like seemingly endless. Um, I'm sure it ends some at some point, but I don't. I can't tell when. Here's what you do, Jeff. You open up Wii Mod. Mm-hmm. Set iron, set water, set sand, unlimited shield, unlimited health, massive laser damage, massive drill damage. <laughs> no carry uh, slowdown, Jeff. Uh, uh, Just take all the fun out of it. Yeah, yeah. With I'll Wii take Mod. all the challenge. <laughs> and then I'll I'll get that. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, not a bad idea. While I'm at it, let me look at these Hogwarts Legacy cheats <laughs> that they've got. Oh, yeah. Unlimited Expelliarmus. 
Yep, yep, yep. It says, uh, <laughs> life leech. What does this mean? Uh, oh, one geez. hit kills. All right, well, we'll talk about we'll talk about Hogwarts Legacy next week. <laughs> yeah, uh, you guys. We're, we're all gonna we're all gonna get our wands deep in that game. Yeah, I'm gonna polish my wand if you catch me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, but don't keep don't keepers pretty good. I I think this is like you know what it it gives me that feeling of um like there's not many times that a mobile game captures me where this feels like a little not saying it's a mobile game necessarily but more it's a game that I can okay I'm on the, I'm on the I'm on the deck and I'm playing oh I got to let me go take something out of the oven pause it run take a phone call come back and I'm back in it it's like very you know I'm not I'm not having to keep track of a ton of stuff you know mentally for this game I can hop in and out um and actually I'm sure this uh, is this out on uh, Nintendo I think we said it was I haven't even looked that up but I wouldn't be surprised um yeah, I think, uh, you know, it. yeah, I think this is, uh, uh, this would be good for that too. So, um, yeah, Dome Keeper is a, a solid little game. I wouldn't put it in my top five, like somebody here, but it's, it's, mm. uh, don't make fun of my choices. Yeah, I can <laughs> confirm it is not out on Nintendo. It's only PC, Mac, and Linux. Ooh. Oh, there you go. Boot up that Linux box you got, Jeff. <laughs> That'll yeah, be that fine. Perfect, but it's a, uh, it's a two person team that made this game uh-huh. um, the indie developer out of germany oh this week boys i played a little marvel snap multiplayer since they oh, yeah. loaded that into play? the game a little marvel snap multiplayer you ever heard of it you ever heard of it mm. this would I've be only a perfect heard time for an i've only heard rumors of its existence if somebody said oh snap right now it would be the perfect <laughs> if uh, no snap sound. If that happened right now, oh snap! All right, yeah, <laughs> I played. I'll just talk about it very briefly. Um, so multiplayer is available. Local multiplayer, or excuse me, not local, but uh, multiplayer against friends. That's what I meant to say. Is available on Marvel Snap. It works with a friend code. You start a game, you send the friend code to whoever you're playing with, they they type it in, and boom, you're playing. Uh, you each have 10 points, and you can play normal rules, just like always. You know, if you win, you knock off two points from your friend, or if you snap, you knock off four. If you both snap, you knock off eight, and you play just like normal. The only downside to it that I would say, boys, is that depending on how long the match takes depending on how many points you're knocking off, you don't get to switch decks between each map, or excuse me, between each round. So it's very easy to to predict what your partner is going to be playing, which I don't necessarily think is a bad thing because also it depends on the locations that you're playing on. Mm-hmm. But I wish there was an option where you could change your deck each round or an option where you could get 10 random cards. That would be nice. I don't think you're going to see any massive changes to multiplayer modes anytime soon because in the last Marvel Snap Update YouTube video that they just put out two days ago, they said, yeah, here's some ideas that you guys can just play yourselves for this. Like, why don't you make a deck that only has cards that cost two? Or why don't you have a deck that's only bad guys? Or why don't mm-hmm. you have a deck that's only variants? So they're like, why don't you make up the fun? 
<laughs> we already gave yeah. you the multiplayer. <laughs> so you do it. So I don't think we're going to see much uh, in terms of modes yet. But I did want to point out that I played it and it's fun. And, and question, is there any... So can you... Ma- like, Is there any like, hey, you two want to play together and then you can team up? Or... No. So there's no, nothing. Is there any proof that you're playing real people in this game yet? Or is this all an AI simulation so far? I guess I, is my question. I I really believe I'm playing against real people. Mm-hmm. Because I'll get people's I'll get people with the dumbest handles. Like, <laughs> yeah. like l- lowercase X, capital X, lowercase X, card killer 69, lowercase X, <laughs> capital X, lowercase X, like these stupid names. And then I'll yeah. get somebody then I'll get like Craig. Yeah, <laughs> those ones are the ones that are the bots. Also, because they'll they'll play the dumbest moves. Oh. I'm like, you can't possibly why? Why <laughs> after a while you start seeing patterns with the way people play certain cards and what makes sense to play with certain cards and certain strategies, and mm-hmm. that'll go out the door completely with some of these bots. And I'm like, yeah, oh, I'm playing just, a bot, so I'll just snap immediately just when play I see whatever. Pull something stupid. Interesting. Um, um, and I can prove that I was in, indeed playing with Shaf because I called him up on Discord. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, here, here's how you know if you're actually not playing AI is it needs to have a, a, a nickname or has to have a, a stupid username like the X underscore X, but then it also needs to go against like TOS. So it needs to be like X underscore X, like Hitler rules or something like Hitler that. Rules. You know, like it needs to be like offensive. <laughs> <laughs> like, then you'll be like, you're like, yeah, this is definitely a multiplayer game. Like, somebody, Hitler rules. <laughs> somebody did this. Like, I've run into some funny names. I've screenshot them and sent them to, to Trent every time I run into like something mm-hmm. that's wild. Like, I've run into like I love boobs and like poop king and <laughs> there we like go. That. Okay. Okay. So there's proof. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's Marvel Snap. That's my. Uh, I'm still playing, still going strong on Marvel mm-hmm. Snap, everybody. All right, let's talk about The Last of Us episode four, which just came out this last week. Uh, let's see, what was it called? It was called "Please Hold On to My Hand." After abandoning their truck in Kansas City, Joel and Ellie attempt to escape without drawing the attention of a vindictive rebel leader. I was hoping. Uh, that this episode would be even gayer and even sadder than last week's episode. Uh, but, n- you know, n- not all wishes can come true. What do you guys think of this episode? You know, uh, it was funny because this definitely has like, uh, like, you know, like every TV show has its, you know, peaks and valleys, you know, and uh, right. from last week's episode, you go to this and you're like, well, I do want more, you know, Ellie and Joel, and I did like it. I'm like, it also, it, I, I already know, like, in my memory of this season, I'm going to be like, remember the gay episode, you know, where they did the whole love story thing? And then, like, the next episode, they just, like, went to a, a building, and then, you know, eventually they did some stuff, and there were some jokes here. But and it Ellie, felt so, shot, Ellie shot a guy in the back and then did a diarrhea joke? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh yeah, I thought I thought it was it was good. They um you know, they're and it seems like, you know, they're still kind of towing the line on the game, you know, we're getting to the uh the other the 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 stranded like father and son type of storyline here. Um yeah, I thought it was uh I think it's falling in line still, you know, it seems like it's it's solid. I'm 
I just uh, I'm waiting for like a you know some more big boy stuff to happen. I think this seemed kind of like a like obviously we're just kind of trying to move this along in this episode, if that makes sense to me. What's what say you, Vector? Yeah, this was another good episode setting up a bunch of these new characters that we're gonna probably get a larger storyline in the next couple of episodes here, this new faction of humans. I really liked those puns, boys. I thought those puns were funny. <laughs> I could see Vactor just hooting and hollering. Yeah. I was well, only I, there was a list of every joke that uh Ellie told Joel. Yeah. And I was glad they like like they they are they have a good um gauge on what to like lift from the the game. Like her looking up the like the porn mag in the in the back of the car or whatever. Like it's super funny. Like I think everybody probably remembers that scene, like in her dialogue in from that in the game. And it's like, you know, they just basically did it one for one here. And it's um so they they definitely know like where they're picking the right things, I think, that to take uh from the game so far. And that's like another example of that. Um and so yeah, I thought like that stuff, like the puns were funny and I thought that was great that they included that. Uh, I think it was clearly like a relationship building episode, right? You know, him, you know, him laughing at her or whatever. Like, uh, I think there's, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for some more action maybe in the next one, but I thought this is, this feels like a necessary episode is how it kind of felt to me. Yeah. Also, um, the two guys at the end, remember their brothers are not father and son, but I'm looking forward to that because I really like that part of the game. And is that are are they not father and son in the game? Am I in my mind? I'm remembering it as mother and son. I thought it was a but it's been a minute since I played that game. Yeah, the fir- I have way more memories of the second one, but um, oh, it okay. is they are brothers, Henry and Sam. They're two brothers. Okay, Got but you. yeah, maybe it is. Oh, still is one like, like an older brother? Maybe yeah, he's trying there? to he's okay. protecting over okay. him like he's his father. Yes. Okay. But, okay. Sure. I, I'm gonna have I, to go back into this game. Yeah, <laughs> I do want to play it again, and it's actually mm-hmm. on sale. The remaster is on sale on the PlayStation Store. I almost picked it up earlier today, but yeah, these but guys. Should I buy it a third time, <laughs> just on PC, just so I can play it on the ultra wide, <laughs> so I can Wii mod it and then fucking just blast right through it with Jaws oh Jeff first gun. <laughs> actually, yeah. that, that would <laughs> be good. worth it. Give me those skins. I want. <laughs> I want. I can't wait to be running around as Joel, but it's really Yogi Bear. Shrek. Shrek's in the back of the car. Look at his big dick. And Shrek you're just like, and Donkey. Oh man, yeah. It's gonna be, gonna be, it's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> the only problem with that one, it doesn't come out till March, the end of March, March 28th on PC. Yeah. But well, I, I really mm-hmm. like this. Um, this season in general, and it's going to be very interesting to see how they adapt the second season. They might, I mean the second game, sorry, they might do multiple seasons on the second game. I think, Mm. I don't know. There seems like their storytelling is very succinct. So it'll be interesting to see how they do it or if they're going to have to do it. Game of Thrones style where they just, well, we've told the games. Let's just make make it up as we go. Did you uh, notice, did you recognize the guy that had the machine gun at the end that was like mm-hmm. the bodyguard? 
Do you recognize his voice? Better not have been Troy Baker. No. Troy Baker. I'll tell you when Troy Baker appears. Okay, good. I don't know what he looks like. <laughs> that guy played Tommy, Joel's brother, in the video game. Oh. So they got the same actor. Oh. Troy oh, Baker's fantastic. coming up, though. Fantastic. Uh, let me ask you a question, Jeff. Uh, what did a mermaid wear to her math class? Oh my god. An algebra! Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I stayed up all night wondering where the sun went, Jeff, and then it dawned on me. <laughs> it doesn't matter how much you push the envelope, Jeff. It'll uh, still be stationary. Vac <laughs> 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 just laughing in his house hysterically. Everybody's Listen, else Jeff, is groaning. Why? I, 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 all, in all seriousness, I have a very important question to ask you. Mm-hmm. Why did the scarecrow get an award? Because he was outstanding in his field. It's <laughs> a pun, Jeff. Ugh. Ugh. Did you, you can know taste diarrhea? that one. Yeah. Yeah. crack corn and I don't care. What? <laughs> I mean, how did you not play that one earlier? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> oh. Anyway, uh, stay tuned next week when we talk about episode five. Uh, just so, just in case you didn't know, uh, 10 listeners or our one new listener, that next week the episode is premiering on Friday night instead of Sunday like usual. Oh, yeah. Because the big game, the big sports ball game. Where not it funny to still pretend like you don't know what sports is? <laughs> the big sports oh, ball man. game. And it's in Arizona. Oh, yeah. that's right. I heard that they were making a, the world's biggest Mexican pizza in Arizona to celebrate. I Sounds might racist. have to eat that. But I want to see delicious. Factor dive into it like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> uh, that'll be fantastic. What are you, you going to drive all the way to Glendale for that? Isn't that where it's at? <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. He'll do it just to spite you, Jeff. That's a that'd be a He'll do it to make you look you. like a fool. <laughs> drive three days to Glendale for for this. <laughs> I can't wait to see the pictures of Factor in the Mexican uh, pizza. It's gonna be so good. But anyway, we'll be we'll be back next week, obviously, to talk about the next episode of Last of Us. We're all gonna be also gonna be talking Hogwarts Legacy. I've actually been playing it. I've got about a day's worth of playtime under my belt. And by a day, I mean one hour. I paid that extra $10 to get that one hour of playtime, boys. That's right. But we'll, we'll all be talking about it next week. But in the meantime, let me tell you about what you can be doing with your time while you wait for us to come back. Did you know Vactor has a whole series of podcasts? I'm going to tell you about two of them. Have you heard of the Vactorverse? Of course you have, because it's the the internet's number one comic book related podcast. Comes out every week. Vactor and his rotating panel of guests. I might be even be on one or two episodes. Shoot, talking about everything and anything comic book. Uh, the the most recent episode is called BJ. Catch my drift. BJ kicks. Oh wait, never mind. It's not what I thought it was. BJ Kicks tells us why comics are dope. So he had BJ Kicks on. Uh, Dan Govzvavden. I ruined it. Spins a web of positivity and makes an argument for annuals. 
etc etc so you need to be listening to it but keep an ear out for the ant-man and the wasp quantumania review podcast because something tells me you might hear a familiar voice on that episode so check that out and would you believe this Tragnopod, formerly known as Tragnological Star Trek Shakedown, is coming back for its triumphant return in about a week. On time, reviewing episodes in a timely manner is what you're going to get with Tragnopod. So look that up. That's uh, co-hosted, of course, by Vector and co-captain Shaw, formerly of Geek So To Speak podcast. The shop that we mentioned seven or eight or nine times this episode, the very same. So check out Treknopod once that hits your feeds next week. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, everything with this podcast. If you want to find us on social media, well, hit the link tree. It's in our show notes. Or if you're too lazy, just do linktree forward slash the sandbox gamers and you'll find everything you need. And last but not least, I cannot emphasize this enough. If you only walk away with one thing from this week's episode, let it be this. GG, everybody. GG. G- I found a spear. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>